The following is an encore episode of Retirement Talk with Mike Graber. This is Retirement Talk with Mike Graber from Compass Retirement Advisors. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Mike Graber provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful strategies to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is Retirement Talk with Mike Graber. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Retirement Talk with Mike Graber and Compass Retirement Advisors. Hey, we've got a very special uh, interview coming up for you today. Uh, last week, we uh, did part one of how to know if you're ready for retirement, and we had promised you part two this week. But uh, we have a very special opportunity today to speak with uh, Mike and Kim Burkhart. Uh, they uh, represent the Travis Burkhart Foundation. Uh, over the past uh, many months, uh, I've seen uh, them uh, at work up uh, close, up personal. Uh, my sister-in-law fought cancer for the past four years. And uh, many times along that journey, uh, Mike and Kim and the Travis Burkhart Foundation stepped in uh, to help my uh, sister-in-law and my brother uh, with encouragement, certainly, uh, with financial support, with information uh, as uh, they they went through this uh, ordeal, uh, the terrible um, you know cancer that that seems to hit uh, too many people. But the Travis Burkhart Foundation was uh, founded back in 2009. But uh, during a recent conversation that I had with Kim as we were at one of the events for my sister-in-law, she mentioned that there's still a, a lot of people in southwest Indiana that don't know about their work. So I asked uh, Kim and Mike if they would be interested in appearing on our uh, show and uh, I wanted to help them get the word out. And today uh, we're very happy to have them join us. So Kim and Mike. A welcome. And again, we're very pleased that you're able to uh, be with us today and bring us information about the Travis Burkhart Foundation. Thank you. Thank we you. appreciate the opportunity. And uh, whenever you get to talking about retirement, this discussion could go on for a very long time. Yeah. <laughs> well, um, let's uh, you know give a, an introduction uh, to our listeners you know, a, about the Travis uh, Burkhart story. Uh, the events that led to uh, the foundation, uh, uh, you know, becoming uh, a really uh, big asset and a valuable tool for many people. So if you would, maybe, you know, start at the beginning, uh, tell that story, and uh, maybe Tony and I will have a question along the way, but we're going to turn uh, this uh, program over to you to just uh, communicate and inform our listeners. So uh, take it away. Go ahead. Okay. Back in 2008, Travis was a student at USI in Evansville and he needed to get back to school. He took off one morning. Um, unfortunately, it started freezing rain, and he had an accident out by the round barn where he suffered a traumatic brain injury and a broken neck as well. Uh, because of the weather conditions, they couldn't get him out by helicopter, so they took him by ground ambulance to Evansville, where we stayed for the next six months, fighting through all the medical issues that traumatic brain injury and a broken neck would bring you. During that time, our community surrounded us and loved on us and looked after our two children who were left at home, who were in high school. 
looked after them, fed them, made sure they were okay to allow us time to stay down there. But they had raised a considerable amount of money that allowed us to stay with Travis and um, to always be by his side, which was, there, there's no price tag that can go on. And that was just invaluable. Hey, Kim and Mike, so real there, quick, real quick. Uh, yeah. Why don't you tell our listeners where you guys live and the round barn that you referenced is on uh, highway 250 or on highway 57 South of Washington, about three, yeah. four miles. So yeah, uh, where we, is your home we, community? We live in Northern Davis County, we live in Plainville. It's about 12 miles North of Washington. Um, so Travis had only been on the road, maybe about 30 minutes heading back towards Evansville. So he hadn't been gone very long. So he was, uh, he just was in the wrong place at the wrong time. But uh, the community loved on us so well and we were able to stay with him. And once we, we knew that, that he was going to survive and um, he did try to die on us a couple of times. I told him not to do that anymore to his mama because my heart couldn't take, couldn't take that very well. But once we knew he was going to be okay, um, we really felt God leading us to help other people during medical crisis and medical trauma um, because firsthand we were seeing how much money it takes to be with your loved one during that time and how much money it takes to recover. Um, so that's when we got together with a group of friends and we started the Travis Burkhart Foundation. So then we, that has been in existence for 13 years now. Uh, currently we have helped 1,291 people. We have uh, gifted 22 iPads for traumatic brain injury or autistic individuals for communication needs and gifted out over $326,000. And we was in kind of a unique situation <clears throat> with our careers because I farmed and then Kim managed the medical clinic. And so um, with the time of the year that it happened, uh, which was February, my schedule was pretty flexible. Uh, but then uh, Kim uh, was managing a medical clinic and uh, she had the hospital that she worked at, which was Davis County, where they gave up some of their uh, own PTO time and uh, so that we could pay for insurance for 90 days after that happened. Uh, and then after that happened, by then um, she uh, left her position and stayed at home with Travis. But had we not been able to have one another to tag team the situation, which made a big difference because then there was a lot of times my brother picked up the slack here at the farm, but it made such a big difference for us to have that flexibility um, and to be able to have two adult, what we considered to be very adult children in high school. Uh, and we knew that we had good kids that was being taken care of. So we still tried to stay involved in their lives and we still didn't miss if one of us always made sure that one of us was at their event they needed us at um and and we could tag team it one of us could stay at the hospital and the other one could go home uh but we like i say we had a unique situation that um not everybody has that and we recognize that early on that how much pressure that puts on families and if if we can do anything but take some of the financial burden away uh, because I can guarantee you when you go through something that's very long, you have a kitchen table probably full of bills waiting on you at home. Um, and so the way the foundation is set up, we just basically, we we start where insurance stops. So that's kind of what we do. 
uh, we're able to focus on that. And we've kind of been really blessed in that regard. I know in, in talking with Kim, uh, again, when we were uh, at my brother's house uh, one day, you know, she was, uh, Kim, you were talking about many people don't realize that insurance really only does so much. And uh, just the, the variety of things that people who are, are go through something like you've gone through uh, or, or they've had a, a diagnosis of cancer, like my, my brother and his wife. Uh, not understanding uh, just all the variety of expenses and that insurance doesn't, um, you know, provide for a lot of the, the life necessities for uh, travel to, um, you know, the hospitals for overnight stays. Um, can you address that just a little bit from your experiences? We have, well, we have had people come up to us and say, oh, they don't need help. They have really good insurance or they don't need help they're 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 set good in life they're okay but when you start taking a spouse takes a day off work to take his wife or husband to a medical appointment or a child you lose that full day of income plus out of your pocket you have to pay gasoline to get them to and from that appointment if it's a very long trip you're going to stop and get maybe something to eat on the way if there's medication involved you're going to have a medication copay so all that money comes out of your pocket. And I think people don't think that far into it unless you've been through something that you've had to go through that situation with. We help a lot with gas to and from the medical appointments. We help a lot with grab bars for a bathroom. You know, that insurance does not cover that. Shower chairs, bedside commodes, gate belts medication co-pays, hospital co-pays. Um, Deductibles is another big one that people always forget. You know, yeah, if this becomes yeah. a year-long process, you have a $5,000 deductible. Well, by January 15th, you're going to have to come up with $5,000 by, the, you know, under most circumstances because 48% of what we do is cancer-related. So just like in Bretton and Best situation, well, you've got a deductible to pay. And if it goes five years and it's a 5000 that's $25,000. And you know, people uh, will eat up their savings real fast. You know, they always talk about you should have, you know, I think, what is it, six months worth of um, your expenses in a yep. separate account. Just yep, yep, the that's, the that's the goal. And so that that gets ate up really fast. Mm -hmm. So uh, that that becomes a real stress on a family. And, and, and you know, you the main focus that they need to have is that they can concentrate on their loved one and their, their recovery uh, is the most important thing going on in their life at that point in time. Yeah, that's so important. And you named a lot of, of really important things that not everybody considers, but wow, that really adds up. And I mean, uh, not everyone can afford to cover all these costs all at once. And, you know, another thing we've, we've learned over this, the course of the foundation, there are people in local communities who cannot afford to have a ride from a, a transportation company that might cost $3 to get to a medical appointment or $5 to get to a medical appointment. And we have stepped in, in that case, with Davis Community Hospital to allow them to have the freedom to bring these people to the hospital that need help or get them back home. Um, so there's a, there's a wide variety of 
of serious need as far as on the medical side of expenses that a lot of people just don't think about and a lot of people can't afford. They might put their medical need on, hey, I need food today, or hey, I need gas money to get here today, or, you know, they have to, they have to sacrifice one thing to compensate for the other. You know, it's, it's, it's such a difficult thing emotionally to go through to deal with. And then it's comp, you know, with a, a diagnosis or a traumatic injury. Um, but then on to have that complicated by these, you know, financial matters that are not covered by insurance. Um, you know, that's uh, a real compounding, you know, effect. And, and if, if people can help where they can uh, address some of those financial issues, as you're saying, and let the family focus and concentrate on uh, the care and the healing uh, that's needed. Uh, I think that's a, a tremendous work. If uh, you've just joined our show today, uh, we are speaking with Mike and Kim Burkhart uh, from the Travis Burkhart Foundation. Uh, their son, uh, Travis, was uh, uh, seriously injured uh, in a car accident that uh, led to them uh, through that experience forming uh, the Travis Burkhart Foundation. And they're with us today sharing some of uh, the information. And uh, I hope that uh, at the conclusion of today's show, uh, we're going to give you their phone number. So be prepared to write that down. We're going to give you their website address. So we want you to be able to write that down. So go grab your pen and, and your paper if you need to. And we're going to continue this discussion, but we want you to be prepared to take their information at uh, the end of our show. Uh, Mike and Kim, you, you've talked about some of the things that you uh, help individuals with. And, uh, you know, our show uh, reaches uh, the northern uh, borders of Kentucky over into Illinois, up into uh, parts of uh, central Indiana. Uh, a wide area of people may be uh, hearing this information for the first time, and we, we hope it's a blessing to them to know that there is a resource that's uh, available. Um, if someone uh, is in need, uh, how would they go about, uh, you know, what's the process like? What do they have to do uh, to bring the need before the Travis Burkhart Foundation to have it evaluated? So uh, give us uh, that process. Well, you can go to our website, and there is a request assistance tab on there and fill out our form. It's very simple to fill out, very, very easy questions. The one condition we have with that is we don't want it to be the one who needs assistance to fill it out. We want it to be somebody outside of the household, whether it's a friend, a doctor, a nurse, whatever, but outside of the household, that makes our circle a little bit bigger. Um, it brings in more people for that blessing, but yeah, it's a real simple form. Um, if you're filling it out and you have questions, you're more than welcome to call our phone number and, and ask questions or send us an email. We'll walk you through it. Um, very simple. Once I receive the request through email, I then send it out to the rest of our board and I'll have an answer within 24 hours on how they want to proceed with, um, with the request. And I try to, I try to get things out within 48 hours. So we try to have a really quick turnaround because when that need is happening, they don't need to wait four to six weeks. They want, they need that assistance soon. Uh, the other thing about our requests are 
we don't help just one time, but we do ask that you wait 30 days before you request help again. So every 30 days, um, we can help as long as there is a medical need. There have been some people that we have helped for five plus years every month um, because they're either going through some type of ongoing medical problem or maybe um, one family in Pike County, their son was in a really bad car accident when he was nine years old and he lived in a home in Louisville. So we helped them get down to see him and care for him and have for several years. Um, so, you know, just understand it's not a one-time help. We're here for the long haul. And, and most of the time what happens is uh, people will deny just out of pride. Oh, I don't need no help. I'm fine. <clears throat> and I'll give you an example of that the, the very first day I had a good friend and, and you probably know him, Dave Wadsworth come to, to see us at the hospital and he got ready to leave and he had a hundred dollar bill in his hand and, um, and he got ready to shake my hand and I felt the hundred dollar bill and I just dropped it on the floor and he said, what are you doing? I said, Wadsy, I said, I don't need that money. I said, I don't know. We just got here. I don't know how long this is going to last. <clears throat> and, and here's his response. And, and I've used this story several times. And he said, first off, he said, if you don't take that, he said, our friendship ends. And I said, we've been, we went to kindergarten together, so don't give me that. And he said, yeah, but he said, God sent me here to bless you. And if you don't accept that, you're taking away that opportunity for me to bless you and your family. And he said, who knows how long this could last? Well, here we are 14 and a half years later, and, um, you know, we're still pushing through the battle. But that, that's what happens is, you know, because of pride, you know, a lot of times folks, you know, just kind of ignore that. And, and we've had discussions in our boardroom about, you know, well, if somebody's financially said or – and my response always back to that is it does not matter if we give them a dollar or a thousand dollars. But when you're going through something like this, it, what really matters is that somebody's paying attention to the problem that's going on in your life. And they're there to recognize it and to let them know that you're there. Um, what we always tell people is, uh, even though your situation may look exactly like ours, we're not going to tell you that we've walked in your shoes. But what we will tell you is that we'll put our shoes on and walk alongside you. Uh, because it, it is such a traumatic thing that happens. But it, it's one of those things where we take a lot of pride in getting that help to them as soon as possible because of the fact that uh, a lot of times it's a need that happens right away. Yeah, uh, and people and, have so much plate, you know, and yeah. they just can't look down the road very far. Yeah, and you know, maybe initially, yeah, the I can handle it myself a little bit. But if it's a, an extended situation like my brother's and like yours, there may come a time when I can't handle it. And that's when uh, we need to, to stand together as a community and, and we're taught to bear uh, one another's burdens. And, and you guys are walking alongside people uh, and sharing that burden and, and trying to minimize it as much as, as you can by your support. Um, Mike, I, I want to talk just uh, real quick and we're going to run out of time here in just a couple of minutes. If you could, real quickly, tell the story about the uh, group of farmers that heard about the Travis Burkhart Foundation and what they did to support you. Okay, so uh, about two years ago uh, in May, it would have been May of 2020, 
Um, we had already made the decision that we was going to retire. We made that decision back in 19, um, sold some property, um, and then kept a majority of it, but uh, sold some property to pay off the debt. And then, um, but I had got on TikTok and watched it from uh, May until October of that year. And I told Kimberly, I said, you know, everybody keeps telling us we've got a story to tell, that we've got a book to write. And I said, I don't know how to write a book. But I said, I've been watching TikTok. And I said, I think I can, I can make the point get across there. And we was getting ready to go through an equipment auction and the whole thing. And so I just started telling uh, Travis's story, what we do with the foundation, was going through every piece of equipment that we had coming up for sale. By November 15th, I got on on October 18th, by, but November 15th, had like 15,000 followers real fast. I think that we've got about 40 or 50 TikTok folks that want to come there and support you um, for your farm equipment sale. He said, they're coming in from all over the United States. And so, okay. Um, so we, anyway, what we decided to do was I, I told Kimberly, I said, through the history of our farm, we've always fed anybody that comes to our farm. I said, the night after sale, we've got to have these people and we got to feed them. They're coming from all the way from Montana to Michigan to uh, Nebraska, I mean, they're coming from everywhere. Everything kind of exploded for the foundation at that time. Uh, the folks on TikTok picked up immediately what we was trying to accomplish and have supported us wholeheartedly. Uh, and then by March of that year, we're in Ames, Iowa, and there's a podcast up there called Farm for Profit. Those guys did an ag swag auction for us and um, raised $46,000. And then through wow. that process, they auctioned off to go to um i went to central illinois and helped one guy uh with his harvest last fall and another guy in montana and it, it just kind of exploded at that point and and now at this point what's happened is we've been able to open up travis burkhart foundation midwest um we need to wrap up here if you would uh give our listeners your website and give them your contact phone number please the website is travis burkhart foundation.com that's T-R-A-D-I-S-B-U-R-K-H-A-R-T, foundation.com. And then our contact phone number is 812-257-4492. All right. Well, Mike and Kim Burkhart, thank you. Thank you for uh, sharing uh, the story. Uh, and, and the work of the Travis Burkhart Foundation. If any of our listeners didn't uh, get that uh, phone number or website, you can call me at 812-787-0809. We're going to put a link to the Burkhart Foundation website on our website, which is compassretirementadvisorsllc.com. Uh, we uh, ask that you consider how you might support the Travis Burkhart Foundation and if you know of someone uh, in your family or in your community uh, who may uh, benefit from uh, the work that the Travis Bur Burkhart Foundation is involved in, uh, go to the Travis Burkhart Foundation website, uh, fill out the form, and Mike and Kim will be in contact with you. Thank you for joining us today on Retirement Talk with Mike Graber. Uh, tune in again next week, and we'll have part two of uh, our show, How to Know When You're Ready to Retire. Thank you for joining us. Have a great one, everyone. Thank you.
Thank you for listening to Retirement Talk. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, contact Mike Graber at Compass Retirement Advisors. Call 812-787-0809 or visit them online at Compass Retirement Advisors LLC.com. Investment advisory services provided by Creative One Wealth LLC, a registered investment advisor. Compass Retirement Advisors LLC, the Insurance Shop Inc., and Creative One Wealth LLC are unaffiliated entities. Mike Graber and Compass Retirement Advisors are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any government agency. Provided content is for overview and informational purposes only and is not intended and should not be relied upon as individual tax, legal, fiduciary, or investment advice. Each individual situation will vary and opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representation can be made to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to representation. The information contained herein is based on our understanding of current tax law. The tax and legislative information may be subject to change and different interpretations. We recommend that you seek professional legal advice for applicability to your personal situation.